Hello everyone and welcome to the Artful Athlete podcast episode 56. How are you doing today? How's life? September is drawing near. How are you feeling about it? Are there changes you've decided to implement? Any vocal or creative decisions being made? I hope you're also enjoying the mindful chats so far. The chats I've had with Owen on cold water, ways to quieten the thoughts. I'll be honest, I've kept that in my mind a lot over the past few weeks, as I also have been looking for ways to quieten some aspects of my own mind without shutting them down. That's not what the point is. The aim is to chat, to understand, reflect on the presence of said thoughts or habits or instincts and ask questions to keep going. It doesn't mean you have to psychoanalyze yourself every second of every minute of every hour because that's just exhausting. It just means you're taking the time and putting yourself in the right condition to practice reflection. Your practice is your own, always. So whether being immersed in a lake, looking at the swans early in the morning like Owen is your thing, or whether you prefer running your thoughts away and prompting yourself with questions every few kilometers or minutes, or grabbing your journal and emptying the head works for you, well, that's the point, really. What works for you works for you. That's all that matters. As long as you look after your chrysalis, as Andy Valentine explained yesterday during this week's Mindful Chat, that's an overlooked and yet crucial element of healthy creation. For your creativity to be free to express itself, for you to be able to feel satisfied with what you're producing, you need to maintain and build that chrysalis. Now, where does perfection come into play when it comes to creativity, creation, creative thinking, expression, you name it? Perfection and perfectionism can be both a fuel and a block. Let's start with the block. When we have a very specific idea in mind and we're dead set on how it needs to look at the end because anything other than that image will be a failure, that's where blocks can happen. Because there's this subliminal underlying subconscious thought and association that connects perfection to your relationship to success and failure and also to your level of confidence in your own abilities, your own skills, your talents, your power. It, it's wonderful to know what we want. It's wonderful to have standards. And it's, it's also a great thing, I believe, to always demand more from yourself than you would to people around you. On a balanced, confident and healthy mind, it does wonders to your creative and vocal abilities simply because you have faith in your power to bring that mental image to life. And if you don't you know that it's a learning curve for next time. See, that's healthy and inspirational and motivational and it's great. What's not great is the negative and slash or destructive mindset combined to perfection. When you've not been capable of transferring the image you had or the sound you had in your head onto the outside world. Because then what happens? is simply the fueling of negative emotions and negative talks. You're a loser, you were never going to achieve any of that, why did you even bother, you're useless and will never account for anything, you failed, you should quit. And because the negative experience is proof, in brackets, so to speak, 
of these thoughts, you feed into the subconscious limiting programming and that stuff runs in your background, in your reptilian brain. There's a combination of chemical and psychological reaction that goes on and it cements the whole thing into your brain. That's not productive or great because it feeds the block. You just stop. You get paralyzed when wanting to attempt something again. But because there's this massive wall in your mind that's been cemented and built in the body, you freeze. You put the pen, the brush, the cooking instruments down. I've said this before, but the reptilian brain is the one in charge of the fight or flight scenario and also plays a major role in the freeze response. That's how deep some of this stuff goes. It's crazy, isn't it? So when there's a block, it's because, not just because, but one of the reasons is that your reptilian brain has gone into survival mode and pressed the big red button to tell you, <gasps> fight or flight, now, now, now. And it stops you from doing things, from actually trying. Now, there's also some wonderful things about perfection and being a perfectionist. It means you're placing dedication into birthing, creating, voicing, whatever it is you're working on. We've talked of standards a little earlier, and that's a wonderful thing to have as long as they're being realistic and taking your actual skills into account, your current predicament, your learning curve. Perfection is subjective. If we had an actual definition and tangible example of something being perfect, we would bloody well use it all the time, wouldn't we? But if you look at, I don't know, for example, the, you know, the Greek, Greek sculptures and Egyptian sculptures, the chiseled body versus the more rounded bod, pot-bellied a little bit, each of these civilizations saw perfection in each figure. And yet, that vision of perfection differs from one culture to the next. When we look at the golden number or the golden ratio, Renaissance painters took it as a way to measure perfection in their works. Also because it was the number of perfection in nature. In all of these scenarios, the only reason we're talking about perfection is because of men's viewpoint. The golden number becomes a parameter for a form of perfection. The parameters and rules you place your creation under are the results of observations. Analysis and opinions formed in your mind. Everybody's got an opinion, remember? It's a fact. So, what's your relationship to perfection first? Let's define that. How do you feel? How does your body respond to the idea of perfection? Do you feel like it's tensing up? Or is it relaxed, unfazed? Is there a part of your body that's changing in temperature or, or weight? slightly warmer, cooler than your usual body temperature, slightly heavier or lighter than normal? Is there a memory attached to this? Something that's coming to mind? Do you feel any emotions arise? Take your time with this. Take your time to really notice every aspect. You don't have to do this in one sitting, by the way, as it can be a lot mentally and emotionally and physically, actually, to process. But please, take notes. It will allow you to gain clarity. And once you feel clearer about all of these aspects, you'll be able to lift and clear the blocks hindering you from having a healthy relationship to perfection, to your vision of perfection. 
Yes, have standards, but make them accessible. And a bad experience is nothing more than that. A bad experience that you can learn from. It does not define you and it should not muzzle you. And if you're struggling or feeling stuck, overwhelmed when working on this relationship to perfection, there might be some extra clearing that needs to happen to alleviate the weight of the emotional response and break free from the chain of perfection. So feel free to get in touch and we'll work on that together because yes, perfectionism and perfection can be our friend if we let them, if we plant the seed for a healthy relationship. Catch you next week for another Mindful Chat on Wednesday with a very young theatre director and I'll see you on Thursday for your regular fix. Next week during the Mindful Chat we'll be talking all things safety in the rehearsal room, safety in the creative process, intimacy directing and should every single story be told. Meanwhile, if you have any questions regarding creativity, voice, uh, my coaching services, or if you need help releasing some emotional burden and stress, hit me up. All details are in the description of this episode, as per usual. And remember, you don't have to do it alone if it's too much. Much love to you all, and I'll speak to you soon. 